Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Romans chapter 8 today. I love it. It is Wednesday, August the 2nd. And uh, you're listening to Pastors Live. We hope that you're enjoying these programs as much as we are. Pastors Live is one of the radio broadcast ministries of Water Springs Church in Idaho Falls, Idaho. We are a Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and uh, we are so blessed to be able to do this program with you. We've been doing it for eight seasons Which now. blows We're my mind. We're in our eighth season. And that's something. It blows my mind. Yeah. It's, it, it should never have gone this far. Somebody has made a terrible mistake. But <laughs> nonetheless, here we are. Welcome to the thumb, show. That got a thumbs up from the producer. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Behind glass today, our producer, our engineer for the week, Mr. Benjamin Orr. God bless you, Ben. Yo, yo. How you doing, Hi, my brother? I am chilling. Uh, you are that you are. Uh, we have Pastor Joe Stepp. Hello, everybody. Pastor Shane McCurry. Top of the morning to you. I'm Pastor Dave Coleman, and we are uh, some of the pastoral team, assistant pastors to our lead pastor, Pastor Ty Orr, uh, who happens to have the same name as our uh, producer and engineer. Uh, any reason for that, having that same last name? Just a coincidence. Just a coinkydink. Couldn't be that you are his 19-year-old son. That's redonkulous. Nah, that'd be weird. That is redonkulous. <laughs> Trippendicular. <laughs> Totes tubular, homies. Before I forget... Ah. Be- <laughs> You guys are so groovy. Before I forget, it is August 2nd. It's Wednesday. Normally, we would have uh, our midweek Bible study tonight, but because we are in the middle, right smack dab in the middle of our uh, 2023 VBS, our Vacation Bible School here at Water Springs, and this year it's twists and turns. And what a great emphasis right? on the ups and downs that on we get to tell our downs, kids the twists got, and turns of life it's hard it life is hard and, and that's the thing we know that the devil the enemy of our soul that thief that liar that snake his number one target is the kids yeah cuz why cuz he's a he's a pansy he's a snake he goes after the the ones that are the weakest right and that's who he's gone after. He's going after our kids. You can see it in society. Uh, you can see uh, the breakdown of the home. You can mm. see the breakdown, uh, the confusion on gender identity. And who's he going after? He's going after the kids. Why is he doing that? Uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um, God is a God of order. Creation is all about order. The angels are watching us. Why? Because they're all about order. And from the very, very beginning, I mean, from the Garden of Eden, there was an order that God put in place. And what did the enemy do? He went right after the order. He didn't go after the man. He went after the woman who was taken from the side of man. I mean, he's just such a snake. And so what's he doing today? Man, he's going after the kids who have come from moms and dads. And I am so, so, so grateful for Tiffany and Brittany and their whole team and their love of children and their desire to to bring the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to these children.
children early on so that they know their true identity in Christ. And so thank God for VBS. What that means for us tonight, because our VBS at Water Springs there's, there's, you know, always several hundred children involved, right. and so we have morning sessions, mm. we have evening sessions, mm. and so tonight we will not have uh, our Bible study live in the sanctuary because of VBS. You can go online and catch uh, a Bible study online with Pastor Ty, and you can go to WaterSprings.net and check that out, or you can go to our uh, YouTube or Facebook page and uh, get a teaching online tonight at 7 o'clock. Yeah, buddy. So that's happening right here, right now. Boom. Um, also, what was the other thing we were going to talk? Oh, Romans chapter 8. You want to oh, talk about yeah. Romans chapter 8. <laughs> Who doesn't uh, want to talk about course. Romans chapter 8? Everybody eight. wants to talk about But Pastor Joe, as we were g- coming on the air, you said, take a penny, leave a penny. What's that all about, bro? Isn't that something? So the way it's defined is if you have benefited from uh, those little take-a-penny-leave-a-penny trays, dishes, cups, local stores, any place you go, how many of you have ever... You guys ever used a penny? I have, and I've left several. I've never had to use one personally. Dude, I have. But I always leave them. (laughs) Yeah, I I look forward to that. And so it's just an encouragement uh, to understand exactly why we're celebrating today. Extra change, including cents are put in these containers, are <laughs> used by people you never know who might need it's one. True, so right? It's, it's true. a great opportunity to pay it forward and be a blessing. I have had the cashier use it for me, yes, though, I've so that, that he can give the change easier. You right, know? yeah. He didn't want to give me two dimes and four pennies. He'd rather give me a quarter. Yeah. So he reach, or she'll reach around, grab a penny. Yep. That was yeah. really good math, Dave. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's as far as it goes. Wow. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. impressive, brother. Right. If you want me to find X, that, that ain't <laughs> happening. I don't, there is yeah. no way I'm finding. You shouldn't X combine ever. language and math. It just yeah, no, English that, and math. I agree with that. Numbers combined. and letters should never be combined. That's that's confusing to me. You yeah. want me to, look? You want me to do English? I'm a real English guy. I'm a writer. Um, don't put numbers amongst my letters. That's chaos. That's that's evil. That, yeah. See, because the know? angels are watching. That's not order. <laughs> Hey, something else we need to mention, because we haven't mentioned it much this week, usually at the end of the program, but we are so, so grateful for Greenhouse Coffee. Um, Greenhouse Coffee is uh, one of the underwriters, Mm. and they sponsor our program. And so Pastors Live is brought to you by Greenhouse Coffee. And if you are in the Idaho Falls area, we encourage you, swing by Greenhouse Coffee 2299 East 17th Street, and uh, be sure to let uh, Kathy Ward, who is the manager there, and the girls who are amazing, let them know you heard about it right here on Pastors Live. I have to tell you, I had a meeting on uh, Monday, I guess it was. I can't remember. Anyway, I had a meeting the other day. Uh, oh, no, it was on Thursday with um, Kevin Finnegan. And we, because he's, uh, you know, one of the overseers of our men's ministry and one of the elders here and uh, just a great guy. And he and his brother, Sean, just fantastic guys in our men's ministry. They also do our life classes and they do our men's Bible study on Saturday morning and men's breakfast and all this other stuff. Anyhow, so I had this meeting with Kevin and I walk in. Kevin beat me there. I, I got there early, but he got there earlier. And as I walked in, he's sitting there with a cup of coffee in front of him, and there's a a cup of coffee for me sitting there. And I say, well, thanks, bro. And he Mm. goes, oh, that's not for me. 
he had told the girls behind the counter, I'm, I'm meeting Pastor Dave here. And when they saw me pulled up, they, they made my shot in the dark for me that I always order and had it waiting for me at the table. I, I love it. Dude, Isn't that's that awesome? customer service. That's good service. That's amazing And service. by the way, for our listeners, we've got a drive-thru right. at Greenhouse that's a now big deal. for your convenience. Awesome. Yep. So I, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I like Greenhouse. I'm all about Greenhouse. So please swing by. And that makes up for three days of not talking about them all in one shot. There I took two minutes and a half to do that. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, today our reading is in Romans chapter 8, which is a great Woo-hoo! place to pick up our conversation yesterday from Romans chapter please. 7, where Paul's like, hey, it's a conundrum. I want to do good. I don't do good. I don't want to do bad. I do bad. How come? Because there's this war going on inside of me. And he finishes up chapter 7 by saying, good night, nurse. That's Dave's paraphrase. That's the Texas uh, version. He says, wretched man that I am, who's going to deliver me from this body of this death? Oh, there I he thank is. God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. With my flesh, I'm serving the law of sin. And then he picks up in chapter 8. Now, I have to tell you, I'm not going to cry, Maybe. Say it. This is my dad's yep. favorite section of scripture. Oh, wow. And just before my dad died, um, he had a massive stroke. Um, he was stand, He was dealing with pneumonia, and he had gone to Walgreens to pick up his uh, uh, prescription. And while he's standing in line uh, there at the pharmacy, uh, has a massive stroke, and just for fun decides to hit every shelf on the way mm. down. Oh, boy. And when... I got notified uh, from the family in California of what had happened. I got a picture of my dad, and he looked like, you know, Guido had pulled up and, you know, like, hey, you owe money and yeah. beat the snot up. My dad looked terrible. He just absolutely looked terrible. And so um, I drove straight to the airport, um, got on standby. Finally got a flight into San Diego, rented a car, drove up to L.A. Dad was actually in a hospital in Orange County. Mm. And um, when I got there about 10 that night, uh, the security guard let me in. And uh, I I sat next to my dad and uh, made sure he knew I was there. And I said, Dad, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow and I'll read Romans 8 to you, okay? Oh. And he, I was holding hands with my dad, and he squeezed my hand. Oh. And I said, okay, Dad, I'll see you tomorrow. And then he squeezed tight and wouldn't let me go. Wow. And I said, you want me to read to you tonight? And he blinked his eyes. Okay, Dad. So uh, I, I took my Bible, and I read Romans 7 and got into Romans 8. And when I got to this verse, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. He squeezed my hand so tight. The only part of his body that was working right was his right hand. And he squeezed my hand with his right hand so tight it actually hurt. Wow. And uh, he held on, and I continued reading through Romans 8 until he fell asleep. And I uh, came back the next morning, and uh, we had some sweet fellowship together. And uh, he passed a couple of weeks later, uh, and he's in heaven. But um, this was this was my dad's uh, favorite section. Now, here's a guy who came uh, to, to faith in Christ at the age of 24. Uh, his big plan in his life was to become a, a Catholic priest, and when he came to faith in Christ, um, he said, you know, so much of what I know and believe about Christ, 
I I know and believe because I learned it in the Catholic Church. I learned it in the catechisms, mm-hmm. but I did not learn to appropriate the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ for yes. me, for wow. to, for salvation. Right. It's what you taught about last week, last Wednesday, Joe, on uh, uh, Wednesday night here. But you know, to appropriate the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's what Romans 8 to me is is all about. You guys take off from there. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much more to say, but... Okay, well, you've been I, listening to Pastor's Life. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, Romans 8, 1 is so powerful, but here's the, here's the catch. You have to believe it. It's not powerful if you don't believe it, because there are Christians out there that struggle with that idea of there is zip, right. no, zero, none. There is zero condemnation for you in Christ. But like Joe taught last Wednesday, it's not faith until it changes your behavior. Exactly. It's not good works that save you. It's your faith that saves you. But what kind of faith? Not faith and works, not faith plus works, faith that that works. works. Exactly. And I love what Paul says in that first paragraph. A a key indicator that, that you do not have condemnation is your ability to submit to the word of God. And that has helped me so much in my walk. You know, um, I always have to come back. Do I want and strive to listen to God? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm in the spirit. Yeah. I'm 100% yeah. immersed in the spirit. And, you know, Joe was talking about Colossians chapter two. It's one of my other favorite chapters in the Bible. And I love how it talks about the baptism, the uh, the circumcision, the death, burial, and the resurrection. Yes. And, um, you know, one thing I like to, I'm, I'm very visual in my head and I like to, to, to have this vision of, of, you know, we always talk about the empty tomb and yes, it is empty because Jesus rose from it. But the fact is mm. there's something else that got replaced in there and that's my sin. Yeah. My sin is buried in the tomb where Jesus rose from the dead, right? And and that is finished. It is finished. That yeah. sin is buried. And so how dare I, how dare I dig it out and take it out when it is buried? It's finished. God paid for it, and it is, it is gone. I'm a new creation in Christ right. Jesus. I'm right. sealed and immersed in the Holy Spirit, and I am transformed to prove the good and acceptable will of God, right? right. I, I don't need to look back. I go and I press forward, as Paul would talk about in Philippians chapter 3. And, and that's how we can fast forward to Romans 8, 28, where it says, mm. and this we no, right. it's not this we guess. It's not, oh, maybe. It's this we know that all things, every single thing, all things, God works together for right. good to those who love God and are called according to his purposes. Right. And that is where I end. And after I'm after I'm done reading Romans 8, I come to the conclusion that literally in Christ, I'm unstoppable. Right. I'm right. unstoppable. Nothing can slow me down and and john carries that on in first john Mm. what's he say that you may know i write these things to you that that you may may know know that you have eternal life and that you the whole idea is that you may continue to believe exactly that my belief so there's what's really cool and what i emphasized last week i think maybe our listeners today can benefit and it's not me it's just the the biblical lens is very clear what can we do to better the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. 
It is a work of grace and mercy on behalf of God for me that could do nothing about my situation. Mm -hmm. My sin results in my death. So let us be very clear. Christianity is not a self-help program. It's not out there to make bad people better. It's not out there to give you a pat on the back, uh, to make your hair day better. It is very clearly that we are dead in trespasses and sins. And Christ has brought life through the Spirit, and he is the living word. Amen? He's the way, the truth, and the life. And what Paul is bringing out here in 8 is you've got to go back to that perfect work. What's the result? There's no condemnation. Everything that the law crushes in you because you can't keep it, Christ did, praise God, that when I go by faith to him, guess what? He then imputes righteousness to me, and then I am able to walk with a life that I didn't have before. The dead becomes alive. We have been buried with him in baptism, raised again to life, and as Colossians would say, Paul says, he has made us alive together with him. It's a great eternal perspective that drives our temporary day-to-day walk. Yeah, My marriage has to be driven by that. My relationship right. with you guys has to be, re- be driven by that, right? right? With my kids, 100%. my job, whatever it is, that is the eternal that drives the temporary. And, I need the truth that sets free. Right, and you need to be humble enough to accept it too. Right. And that's that's the hard part that a lot, I know I had to get to that point. Everybody has to get that point where we can humble ourselves enough right. to just trust God. Yeah. Just trust him. And, and trust him in everything, you guys, right? right? Especially for salvation. When when we get this, you know, I had, I've told you before, uh, Professor Woodworth was my one of my Bible college students who used to say to me, Mr. Coleman, if I could get this through your head, I'd have it in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. But if we can get it through our heads that salvation is the absolute finished work of Jesus Christ, Amen. that I can add nothing to it. And if I think I can add something to it, yeah. I I have insulted yeah. um, the creator of yeah. the universe by saying, well, you, you did pretty good there at Calvary. Um, and that was, you know, it was, that was decent work. And that resurrection thing, whew, I mean, that was, wow, God, you got it going on. Now, let me see if I can add to that by... And then pick something. Pick anything. Being circumcised, being baptized, going door to door with literature, uh, putting five bucks in the bucket, um, <laughs> reading a chapter a day. Pick something. It's you know Chuck Missler talked about this particular area and said so, you know when you work with um, heads of state and diplomats and stuff like that, you have to be very 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 careful, well versed into how you respond if a head of state or a diplomat gives you a gift, mm. right? And the way you receive it, the way you accept it, uh, and if you don't, the insult that you have just hurled upon, and the higher, the higher ranking the person, the greater the insult, mm. right? If a head of state uh, has offered a gift um, to a diplomat or a, a government official, or whatever it might be. And he says, imagine now, no head of state, no yeah. governor, no president, no king. Imagine the creator of the universe saying, I am going to become a human being. I am going to be tortured. 
uh, I am going to lay down my life. Nobody takes my life. Mm. I lay it down, and I will take it up again. I am doing this for your salvation and the audacity for a puny little human being to say, now let me do something to add to it or to earn it. (laughs) What an incredible insult. And that's not faith. There's no take a penny, leave a penny with God. There's no take a penny, leave a penny with God. Thank you. It's paid in in full. And and Paul does make it clear, and let's let's make sure we emphasize this, a mind that is set on the flesh, a mind that is set on emotion, a mind that is set on reaction, a mind that is set on any circumstantial is an enemy of God. Yeah. Right. By definition. Yes. Yes. Faith is in Jesus. Faith is in the truth. Faith Ooh. is in the finished work. Right? Because it, it, let's call that what that is. That's idolatry. You got Amen. It. Right? If I put my faith in anything Pride, else. Pride, idolatry, yeah. fill, fill the blank. I can do this to add or to enhance or to augment what Christ did on the cross. Or I can take away anything and right? debase it. Yeah. That's the other side of the coin. Yeah. Well, I know what you guys are saying, but you don't know me. I've committed adultery. Right. I've had lust. I've embezzled. I've murdered. I've whatever it is. Therefore, God can't forgive that. Woohoo! Look at you. You're so powerful. You can outdo the one who holds the entire stinking universe in the span of his right hand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who do you think you? Who in the earth? Dude, right? Who in the world do you think you are? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, but that's the truth that's needed, right? The truth sets free. And anybody that would push back against that, it's just pride. We love you enough to tell you the truth. We have all had to work through that ourselves. That we really thought that we had something that we could hold up that God couldn't do. And the reality is we need to be able to put that pride down, deny ourselves, and say, you know what? The work that Christ did is exactly what I needed. And God knew my need before I did. Right. Mm. And I've never done anything that has surprised him where he's going, oh my goodness, I didn't see that coming. He's all for pity's sake. Well, Dave, my son died for everything but that one because I didn't see it coming. Oh, you got me. You got me. God has never said, ever, ever, in eternity, God has never said, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> my wife always says it there's no plan b with god yeah. amen there Praise is not Lord. you know who has said uh-oh the enemy that's right that's when, right when jesus was crucified and paid for our sins the enemy said uh-oh and you know who else <laughs> says uh-oh we do when we look at that clock yeah uh-oh, uh-oh. the time is gone ben, hey our guys, time is up. thank you for tuning in to pastors live we uh really really do welcome your questions your comments your please. concerns would you please write to us at pastors live at the rev.fm look at ben is excited in the booth thinking man they're doing it they're telling people to write in right now pastors live <laughs> i love you ben pastors live at the rev.fm pastors live at the rev.fm listen we got to run we'll be back tomorrow morning we love you you're loved your family you're you know the thing pastors live is a rev fm production from idaho falls idaho and is made possible by the ministry of greenhouse coffee send your questions and comments by email to pastors live at the rev.fm then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure pastors, pastors live, live.